Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Pisces. Welcome to your Libra season horoscope. So the last several months have been complex. To say the least, we've been working through a lot of retrogrades. And you probably know that Mercury was retrograde in your opposite sign, Virgo. Um, Last season in Virgo season, I talked a lot about that in your horoscope. But as we move into Libra season, the residue of the retrogrades is very thick. And my sense is, is as I tune in with your horoscope, that there are a lot of details to work out in your life, and that these details are everything from the mundane day-to-day details of your life, your functionality, your body, your health, your well-being, how you keep your life afloat, your responsibilities, your jobs, etc. And then more subtle details that have to do with your inner world and particularly the inner workings of relationship. And this is vast. Relationship is vast. You're always in relationship to yourself, whether or not that's pleasurable in any given moment, it's inescapable. And as a human being, you are relationship, you are in relationship to all kinds of beings and bodies and some of them are present in any given moment and most of them are not and we are constantly in relationship with ghosts and figures from the past we are in relationship with our trauma we're in relationship with of course our families of origin and a lot of us are not always with those people all the time or those people may have passed on they may be elsewhere And then we're in relationship to the hypothetical, to the theoretical others. And these others may be others that we know and speculate about or project upon, and they may be others that we theorize and fantasize about, and maybe we have never even laid eyes on. And as we move into Libra season, your chart feels busy. It feels um, like there are a lot of details to be attending to. The first week of Libra season, things don't really make sense, but a lot of people will think that they do. There is an energy of fast-moving, 
forward-directed thinking that is impulsive. It is action-oriented. It is idealistic. And for you, this uh, is very inspiring, potentially. Uh, Some of you might find it more anxiety-producing. Some of you may find it more thrilling. Um, But there's a lot that's going on in the first week of Libra season. It feels like you have a lot of different ideas. There's a lot that is working through your consciousness. And you want to make significant changes. And I think that these changes have to do with the details of your life as far reaching and vast and inclusive as you want to consider them right now. But there are also details about relationships. And this starts with your relationship to yourself. And in your relationship to yourself, of course, there is a relationship to multitudes. And it feels to me that it's necessary uh, for you to be conscious of how many different voices are moving inside of you right now and give yourself a very wide and generous container to listen to all of them and believe none of them. Uh, Hold everything that is coming up in your consciousness with a grain of salt. This is a period of the retrograde phase where actually the most mistakes are often made right after Mercury stations direct in the period of time when we are actually best served to integrate and research and experiment with what has come through in the retrograde, but it's still, we're still not quite ready to make those final decisions. And until the end of September, I really want to encourage you to just be with your questions, be with your different ideas. And it feels to me that you have some kind of goal that you're working towards as we move into Libra season. And this goal may have far reaching implications to it. It may be about your future. It may be about the future of your work, your ambitions, your ideas about how things might grow uh, when it comes to your projects, but also definitely when it comes to relationships and uh, relationality. And it feels to me that this ambition is really grounded in a sense of your own change. You can feel yourself changing. You are in a time of really big restructuring and something is landing for you about how and who you want to be. And this requires change and it requires change on all levels. And change needs time. It needs time to change (laughs) and it needs time to uh, have options considered. And Libra season brings a lot of necessary consideration to the parts of your life that have to do with investment. Your time, your energy, your money, other kinds of material resources, your actual presence and the presence of your um, close attention and how and who you want to be paying attention to uh, feels really important to be considering right now. And as we move into uh, the the space between September and October, uh, pretty much the last few days of September on the 29th, there is a full moon um, in Aries. And this is a full moon that is illuminating issues of investment for you. Now, investment 
is all kinds of things. And here we're really working with what do you have to invest first and foremost? Where do we begin with investment? Well, we have to begin with you and with your values. What are you wanting? What are you needing? What are you trying to grow and materialize and manifest? There are thick trauma patterns emerging in the collective consciousness uh, currently, as you may have noticed (laughs) if you read the headlines in the news, they are full of thick trauma patterns, centuries deep. And we are all sensitive to these patterns and we are all working through them in our own ways. And there's something that uh, is coming up for me when it comes to this idea of investment for you and what you have and what you want and what your values are. And my feeling is that there is a cultural current, a, a kind of global trauma pattern around an archetypal way of being that is really rooted in individualism. It is rooted in a sense of me, myself, and I, and all the things that I want, and what is mine, and da-da-da. And you may or may not be a person who resonates with that kind of thinking. You might be a person who is a big people pleaser, and you're always giving to others, and it's really hard for you to make time and space for yourself. And you may be a person who doesn't have any problem with that at all. And you're totally the opposite end of the spectrum and you feel like you have great boundaries and a really strong sense of self. And probably if you're like most of us, you're somewhere in between and you have times and places where you completely overextend your boundaries and abandon yourself and lose yourself. And then there are other times when you are completely self-absorbed and really stuck in your own ways and you're going to assert that on other people. Because you're a human being living in a climate of trauma like everybody else. And so my question for you is how does this cultural current of toxic individualism resonate in you? And I want to invite you to get curious and get curious about this as you think about what you are trying to do with your life, what you are trying to make what you are trying to build, and where you are putting your resources. And when it comes to resources, start first with your actual attention. Attention is a huge currency. Your presence is an enormous investment. Then get in to money. Then get into time and other kinds of resource and labor. But what are you paying attention to? is, uh, I think, a really important question right now. And as we move into October, we move in with the energy of this full moon at the end of September that is asking you, that's asking the uh, Pisces-identified folks out there to really get deep. And you have an immense amount of power. And whether or not you feel your power in any given moment, um, maybe is not actually that relevant. You have an immense amount of power and the power that you have is in your attention. It is in your presence. It is in the ways that you move your body through space and how you talk to people and uh, what you're offering, etc. 
And October feels to me like a period of time that is really a kind of deep curriculum for you around power. And you want to be in your power right now. And your power is somewhere in the middle of being a total pushover people pleaser and being a completely self-absorbed narcissist. It's not at one extreme or the other, it's somewhere in the middle. Your personal power uh, completely involves your capacity to listen and negotiate and consider other people's needs. And it also requires you to know your own boundaries, to feel your yeses and your noes, and to feel clear about your desire and what it is that you wanna be doing. But the space of mutual consideration and listening and finding balance between other people and yourself uh, is not easy at all. And especially for those of you that have big plans and you're thinking about where you're going and what you want to be doing and how you see your life evolving and unfolding for the next near future, I'm going to guess that other people are going to be a part of that somehow, some way. And that whatever you may be planning or strategizing for yourself on some level is going to require you to be interfacing with other human beings. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead. The practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are offered by donation and available by recording if you can't attend live. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied Astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. So your power and the power that you bring into your relationships uh, is a point to meditate upon throughout the course of October 
and into November. And as we get into October, we are moving into eclipse season. And eclipses are happening in two signs over the course of the next month. We have um, the second of a series of eclipses in Aries and Libra. So we're in Libra season right now, and we have a solar eclipse, a new moon in Libra coming up on October 14th. And then after we get into Scorpio season, and I'll tell you more about this next month, we will have uh, another eclipse on October 28th in the sign Taurus. And that will be the last eclipse in a sequence of eclipses that started in November of 2021. So this is an interesting eclipse portal that we're moving through. And this is uh, also the predicament that we were in earlier this year when, when we had eclipse seasons um, in uh, April and, and May, also in the uh, Libra, in the signs of, uh, where were we then? In um, Aries and Taurus, or uh, we had some full moons, so we had a Scorpio situation back then. Anyway, you can listen to those horoscopes if you'd like. We are now in the present, and we are moving towards Libra and Taurus uh, eclipses. All that to say, we're in a weird portal, and the portal is about closing one chapter and opening up a new chapter. And so as we move into October, you are working to um, really kind of consolidate some information that you have been gathering over the last two years or so about communication. And you have been learning a ton of new skills and you've been really expanding your mind and you have some new ideas right now about how the mind works and how thinking works and how your mind and your thinking can work. And this is coming into your communication. You've been learning a lot. It feels to me like your consciousness is growing and this naturally is going to spill into your relationships and it wants to spill into them in a way that changes power dynamics. And because we're all living in a culture of trauma, we are all internalizing toxic power dynamics. And these power dynamics have to do with power over or power under. We don't live in a world that really elevates and celebrates power with. We live in a world that elevates and celebrates supremacy and oppression. And there is some way that you have been affected by those patterns and many ways, right, that you have been affected by those patterns. And there are ways that you have internalized um, whatever has come up uh, around power under and your own strategies around survival and maybe being a survivor. What have you survived in this in this? brutal <laughs> landscape of a world. And you have also internalized other behavioral patterns where you might be embodying some supremacy or aggression or assertion or power over. And these patterns can manifest so subtly, right? We're not all out there dropping bombs on each other. Um, a lot of times these power dynamics come up in communication and they come up around attention, and presence and what we give to other people in our attention and our presence. When you are in conversation with somebody, do you give them your submission? And think about a whole 
slew of different kinds of people because you might hear that and go, no, like I just, I feel totally empowered when I'm talking to people. But think about authority figures. Think about gender differences. Think about age. Think about class. Think about race. Think about uh, jobs you've had, right? Like think about all kinds of different situationships in relationships that you have been in and feel into yourself, into your own knowing around where you get caught up in the hooks that we catch each other with all the time um, around control trips, right? Around uh, coercion and manipulation and fear. It's a huge one is fear. So many of us can't listen to each other's truth because we are fearful of what that truth means. So many of us are defensive in our own bodies and beings when other people tell us that we've hurt them or that maybe we don't see something or understand something and they're trying to wake us up in some way and they may be totally unskillful and how they're trying to get us to wake the fuck up. Um, but it's actually up to us to be responsible in our listening. And in our listening, we also need to be able to listen to ourselves. And we need to be able to uh, engage our inner moderators so that we can listen deeply for the truth of others and we can strive to hear them. And there are a lot of things that can get in the way of us hearing each other, right? Or, or sensing one another, really taking each other in. There are a lot of things can, that can get in the way. Distraction, ego, uh, again, power, fear, um, all kinds of hooks, right? Like how many times have, have I personally not really listened to, you know, someone telling me what I didn't want to hear because I was just convinced that they were going to be different, you know, or they, or I was going to be different or whatever. And it was like, I don't know, I'm thinking about dating, you know, in my twenties or something. And a, a, a one particular situation where someone was like, no. And I was like, but maybe that's my own delusion, right? Like that's, uh, th that's not about someone else's lack of clarity. And so there's a feeling coming up for me as we move into eclipse season that is about how do you listen? How do you listen to others and how do you listen to yourself? And how do you do the inner work of moderation so that you don't obscure or erase what is trying to be communicated from other people or from your own body or from your own intelligences? Now, I don't know what your situations are, but I do know that if you're listening to this, that you are a human being, or if you're reading these words, that you are a human being. And therefore, I know that you are complex, and I know that you have uh, patterns of avoidance and patterns of aggression. I know that there are places in you where you are totally receptive and open and really curious and super intelligent. And there are also places in you that are closed and um, stubborn and actually not tuned in. And I don't know what those places are about for you. I don't know 
where they manifest, but I know that you have them because I know I have them and everybody I know has them and everybody on earth clearly has them. Human beings are a work in process. So your work in process, what feels to me in eclipse season as we enter into this portal, and it feels to me that the portal opens around October 10th, and it's going to stay open until the first week or so of November, that this is a portal that is really asking you to look at power and to look at the power of your presence and the power of your attention and to go deep and go deep into the places in you that give and receive information. And these are places that are nestled and rooted in your deep unconscious. And these roots extend into your family patterns and cultural patterns and the world history at large. And there are some changes that can be made. And Ideally, the changes that you are making are ones that bring you closer to your deepest truth and also bring you closer to the kind of presence and attention that you can bring to others that help them exist in their deepest truth. And that means that you have to be courageous and willing to face your fear when other people tell you things that you don't want to hear. And it means that you have to be really deeply compassionate with yourself in those moments and do the work in yourself that uh, must be done when you have reactivity around what you're hearing. And you have to do the sorting out and the discerning and the figuring out what is your truth and what needs to be spoken and what is right relationship in this circumstance. And some moments are going to ask you to be humble and receptive and to rethink what you think you know in order to be uh, actually more whole and evolved in, in what you could know and what you could hold. And some moments are going to really ask you to be discerning and to hold your ground and to speak your truth. And Libra, as an energy, asks us to find the middle way. It asks us to hold peace in our bodies when we are totally struck by the tension of polarization and opposition and potentially conflict. And when we can do that, when we can hold peace in our bodies and not polarize with ourselves or with other people or with our reactivity to the world, then what we have is actually deep intelligence. Then what we have are options. We have wisdom. And in your chart, what you have is a doorway opening. You have an opportunity to move into this future calling you. And again, I don't know what that future is, but I do know that relationships are a part of it. And I'm just going to guess, I'm going to suppose that at least some of those relationships are very important to you and that it is worth it to be uncomfortable, to do the work of um, navigating your own learning and deepening your own sense of listening and holding your own truth and working through the weeds of communication breakdowns as they happen with human beings all the time because we're 
stressed and messy and distracted and uh, all of us are working through it. But we need each other. We need each other to hold loving attention and clear presence and discernment. And we really need each other to be in our own centers and to do the work of staying balanced in our own bodies so that we can respond to one another, response, response-ably, right? That we can respond and not react to one another, especially in the moments when maybe some of us are reactive because this is a hard time and people are going through some things. And we need to hold each other through this. And you need people to hold you and other people need you to hold them. And it feels to me that this is really what Libra season is asking for in your chart. Thanks for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and our monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. These readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My Year Ahead readings are now discounted by 50%. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Maji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this gorgeous background music. Vera just released a new EP linked in our show notes. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the best in the season ahead.